Hi, friends. Welcome to episode four of Whispers Plant Spirit Medicine Podcast. I'm Amanda Dilday, and the plant that's been pressing through for me the last several days and made me teary-eyed this afternoon um, is rose. So the season that I'm in in my life at the moment is one of some incredibly difficult and deep transitions, um, an enormous amount of loss and difficulties with matters of the heart, relationships, family, um, and sort of old old things passing away and, and things being made new. But as you know, those sorts of transitions um, are often quite difficult and make for a great deal of self-reflection and examination and also um, grief and heartache. So in the mail today, I received a package from my first um, herbal teacher, Teresa Boardwin of Green Comfort School of Herbal Medicine in Rappahannock County, Virginia. And she had um, lovingly stuffed this box full of medicine for me. There were satchels of lavender and satchels of rose petal, of rue. Um, There were stones there for me to have as medicine. There were flower essences, ladies' slipper, tulip poplar, two of my most favorite plants and dearest allies, as well as night-blooming cirrus, who um, is a plant that I'm only beginning to get to know in the last year, so it's curious she placed it there. But also in the box was a bottle of rose glycerite. So the first time I ever experienced rose, um, at least in a um, plant medicine form, the way we think of it, you know, a tincture or an essence, was with Teresa in her yurt during one of our classes. And um, she would, during her classes, she would have these moments where as students, we would close our eyes and other students and herself would gather around us and they would have their fingers on our pulses to listen and um, to um, see how we responded to certain medicines. But the person sitting in the chair who was receiving the medicine wouldn't know what was being offered. Um, And we would simply tell what we had experienced or seen or felt. And then they would tell us the name of the medicine. So this particular afternoon in her yurt, my eyes were closed. Um, My fellow students had their fingers placed on my wrists, on my pulses. And before the drops were ever placed on my wrists, my heart just reached out of my chest and took its arms wide and gathered in the medicine they were going to offer me. It just couldn't even wait for them to give it. Um, it was extraordinary. And when I learned that the plant they had placed on my wrist was rose, it was very curious to me, even though, of course, we know that rose is a medicine of the heart, how my own heart couldn't even wait inside my body or inside my, I guess, energetic (laughs) field um, to experience it. So there's more to that story and what happened that day with rose. But it's dear to me, and Teresa has offered me rose before. So today, when I took the rose glycerite out of the box and opened the bottle and put a few drops in my mouth, oh, friends, (laughs) 
like I immediately started to cry and not a little bit, the sort that like comes up from somewhere down inside of you. And then you start, (laughs) you know, that kind of sound. And I wasn't expecting that. I hadn't been feeling like I was going to cry, though that would certainly be warranted with what's going on. I hadn't been feeling like I was holding back any tears. You know how that is with sort of that tight jaw and neck and, you know, the tears waiting right below the the brim there of our of our eyes. Oh, and I thought, oh, this is good, sweet medicine. And my heart needs it. My heart needs comfort. My heart needs deep comfort. It's curious, too, because I taught a class on medicines for the heart just maybe a week or so ago and I passed around a a rose cordial so rose in brandy rose petals in brandy and honey and two of the um, participants in that medicine circle said they immediately felt it in their eyes immediately and you know began to tear up and so we talked a little bit about how rose has indeed traditionally been a medicine for the eyes, for eyesight. Um, It's been used as a rinse to improve physical eyesight. Um, It's very strengthening to vision, physical vision. But I also shared with them that it, it strengthens more than our physical vision, our physical eyes. Rose gives us the ability to see what we don't want to see, to look at what we do not want to look at what we do not think that our hearts can bear to witness. And too much for today with this short little podcast, but that was how Rose first came into my life as a medicine to me, was to hold my heart in her very tender hands, wrapped in sort of a down blanket, soft feathers. Um, Hold me close, hold me just tight enough, let me know it's all going to be okay. You're going to make it through this. But there's something you need to see, and I'm going to open your eyes, and you're going to look, and you're going to witness. But all the while, I'm going to be here. You are safe, you are comforted, and you are loved. And that was one of the first bits of medicine that Rose offered to me, was the ability to see what I did not want to see. And in my particular case, that was um, beginning to remember the sexual trauma that I experienced as a child. But, you know, Rose is so sweet, as are all the medicines, because even though I needed to see things, she made it so that I saw them in a way that I could handle, in a form and in images that were enough for my heart. And she held my heart and has been really dear and precious in that way. So today I want to offer you the medicine of Rose, and there's so much more that can be said about her than I'm going to be able to say in these few moments and minutes. But she's most certainly for our hearts, for our eyes. Um, She's a plant of boundaries, as you know, with her thorns. And we do often need boundaries for our hearts. That's often why we aren't looking at things. It's too much for us. We have walls up and scales and veils in front of us, you know, but sometimes we need a little bit of balance on what sort of boundaries we need and just how thick they should be and what sort. Um, But she's definitely um, a protector of the heart, but she's lovely because she has those thorns and those boundaries, which we all need. We can't, we can't go without that. 
but she has like those tender, soft petals, keeping the heart tender and soft so that our hearts don't become hardened um, in the way that a wall might need to be that's being put up around it for a time being. In my case, she's also ministered to my womb. She is an ally of the female reproductive system, as many of you know. Awesome plants that are for our hearts are also for our wombs. Our wombs are sort of second hearts, very connected to one another. Um, she balances the hormones. She... Um, is astringing and tonifying. Um, so if there's too much blood or um, discharge or even prolapse, she is um, a plant that could be mixed with other allies to be a help even with the prolapse. She's very toning to the female reproductive system and protective even there. Um, it's interesting because one of my experiences with rose wasn't so much with the plant, but with rose quartz where I was at an acupuncture appointment and the acupuncturist said to me, ah, oh, whatever's in there, Amanda, it's moving around. It's trying to find a place to stay. You've got it on the run <laughs> um, because it had usually been in my hip and we've been doing some work on my hips. So now, now where was this, where was this bit of trouble and this bit of trauma and memory going to go? And I just had this sense like, well, it's right there, right by my womb, if it's been in my hip. And a lot of my trauma has to do with my womb. And that's true for, you know, so many of us, even if our traumas aren't sexual in nature, that seems to be where we as those of us who are um, women will store it. Um, and suddenly I saw rose quartz filling my womb as if to say, oh, no, this place is taken. There's no room for you here. So we can use rose in that way, too, to soften our wounds, to protect them, to fill them with love and gentleness, softness and tenderness so that there's not any room there for anything else. So our time's up. It's been 10 minutes and there's so much more to say about Rose. So I'll definitely be back to speak more about her. There's more to more to tell. But thank you for listening. Sorry about some of the interruptions. Um, I have to get a little better about keeping things quiet here. My cats want my attention and I should have put my phone away. But thank you for giving me the time. And if you're finding these helpful or you want to hear more of them, see how they develop, what they become, then I'd super appreciate it if you consider visiting Patreon and supporting what I'm doing, even for just $2 a month, so that I continue my, my herbal work here with this podcast and with teaching classes and offering consultations and in doing so, support myself and my six little ones. I'd super appreciate that. So I'll see you again soon with more Rose Medicine and maybe a song. Thanks for listening. Hey, thanks so much for taking the time to listen to this episode of Whispers Plant Spirit Medicine Podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard and you'd like some more medicine, then head over to my website, www.alchemillas.com. That's A-L-C-H-E-M-I-L-L-A-S, The Little Alchemist. There you'll find more podcast episodes as well as a link to Patreon where you can support this podcast and my herbal work. You'll find online classes, my book, Flowers for a Girl, Plants, Medicine, and Sexual Trauma. And if you sign up for our regular newsletter, then you'll receive a gift of Blueberry Medicine, which is a lovely recorded class that tells a little bit about one of my favorite plants. 
So thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for heading over to my website. And I'm looking forward to connecting with you in more ways and sharing more medicine. Thanks so much.